family, welcome back to another episode. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about some of the most competitive years of my life, talking about little childhood growing up, who I was up against, what I sort of did growing up to get to where I am today. So what I do remember, I remember playing school footy all the way, pretty much all the way through um, from year one or two to uh, year eight, I think I was at Emmanuel College. And then I think it was year six, no, year five, probably would have been, year four or five, in under nines, uh, my cousin went out to club football, which I had never really heard of before, but apparently it was a better competition and better than school and all that sort of stuff with the Henley Sharks. That was in under nines, uh, which was probably a little bit late compared to most people. Uh, Most people are playing from like, under sevens, like playing two years of under eights, so as an underager, and then going all the way through. So probably a couple years behind a few people. Uh, didn't really know anyone going out there uh, because I was playing at Emmanuel. I think I had one person eventually that went to Emmanuel, but yeah, didn't really know anyone. I knew my cousin was playing a year above. He didn't really enjoy it too much, so he moved clubs that was closer to school where he had a few schoolmates. But I sort of quickly connected with a few people through our under nines, had a good coach that I sort of got along with pretty well and made quite a few good mates from there and built some really good connections, one of them being James Rowe, uh, which some of you may know of, played with the Adelaide Crows, he just got uh, delisted after a couple of years with the Crows, but... But he was one of them that I built a really strong connection with. He also knew my cousin. We all lived within Henley Beach, within probably a couple kilometers of each other. So growing up, he also had a dad that played for the Adelaide Crows, Stephen. Uh, So we had that connection there. And throughout our childhood, we played pretty much everything together. Tennis was the main sport that we all had that connection with as well. He had a tennis court. We had a tennis court. Dad and him knew each other or dad and his dad knew each other from growing up and his dad was in the media and all that sort of stuff. So we all had that family connection there. We grew up, we had sleepovers together, we played tennis together, so much sport together and it grew this really sort of healthy competition. I don't think it was unhealthy at the time at all. We always wanted to be better than each other. There was that many games that we played in the backyard on the tennis court, whether it was cricket, whether it was footy, whether it was... um, Cricket, footy, uh, tennis was the other one. Uh, whether it's either of those three sports, we were always super, super competitive, like literally to the point of tears and fights and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we used to organize little days of competitions and played against each other and would always have a champion at the end and those sorts of things, which was pretty cool, cool growing up and it brought out that real competitive side. You never wanted to lose because someone would always have bragging rights over the top of you but I played with James mostly through our juniors uh, from under nines all the way through pretty much at Henley Sharks Uh, we also played a season at the Eagles together in the SNFL competition before I moved over to a different side but I know growing up throughout under 11s was probably when it got more competitive because that's when we started playing for finals there was a best and fairest those sorts of things that really brought out our competitiveness as well. And throughout under 11s, I know we rotated the captaincy quite a bit. So everyone had a turn of being captain. And then at the end of that year, we 
our team had a really good year. We're a really, really strong group. Uh, we made the grand final the week before that. I was lucky enough to win the best and fairest. And I know James come second, uh, which I think he was a little bit disappointed with. Obviously, it's under 11s. Like, it doesn't really mean a hell of a lot anyway. Um, but we just had that competitive side to each other. We never wanted to lose against each other. Um, when it came out in the footy field, obviously we'd help each other out and uh, give the ball to each other and those sorts of things because I think we were naturally quite advanced compared to the others around us. But I was lucky enough to win the best and fairest. We then played in the premiership the next week uh, and I was captain because I won the best and fairest. I personally played absolutely horribly. I was super, super nervous. Um, and I just, all I wanted to do was perform. And I think I put extra pressure on myself because number one, I was the captain and then I'd won the best in fairest uh, the week before. And it was just this big whirlwind of emotions. And at that such a young age, you don't know how to deal with it because you've never been through it before. So I was super, super nervous. Um, I think him being a little bit of the underdog, as you could say, he just performed so well. Um, he absolutely crushed it. Definitely best on ground. We won that uh, premiership, which was absolutely phenomenal feeling. Uh, as I said, yeah, I played pretty average uh, for what I expected myself, but he dominated. The next year, under 12s, um, similar sort of thing. That was our first year of state footy, uh, which was really, really cool experience again. I'll talk about that in a different episode, but state footy trials we had um, throughout our time at Henley Sharks. Uh, again, we were sort of fighting for that captaincy. Um, Dad was actually the coach that year. Uh, he just finished his career with the Adelaide Crows and he coached us. And that was one of the most enjoyable years of footy I've ever had because he just taught us so much. The group loved learning more about football and little different plays and set plays that we could do uh, throughout the game that dad would teach us. It was it was pretty incredible to have him and that caliber of a coach at an under-12s football game, which was pretty cool. So we went through that year. Again, we won the premiership. Um, I didn't win the best and fairest. James didn't win the best and fairest. He comes second. I came third. We had another one of our guys that was quite a good player as well who won it. Um, but yeah, I was... I ended up being the captain for that year because our teammates voted on it um, and I was lucky enough to get voted on it. Obviously, dad didn't want to have anything to do with it. Him being my dad and putting me as captain would have looked very, very weird. So he put it to the players and said, hey, you guys put in your votes who you want, one, two, three, four. Um, and yeah, I was lucky enough to come out with the captaincy at the end there. Um, I'll talk about the state footy stuff in a different episode because there's quite a bit to get through there. Again, under 13s, um, the, I don't think it was the coaches. I think it was the players again that chose um, who the captain was. And I just remember there was one training session where we were just trying to give like real positive encouragement through the training session. But I remember just almost us like competing against each other, who could say the most encouragement and those sorts of things. So it was a really competitive sort of space, but I think it was a really positive competitive space as well like we weren't bickering against each other and those sorts of things it was who could provide the most positive support to our teammates and who could be the loudest at training to bring the energy and bring the intensity and standard that was necessary to play finals football and those sorts of things so again we went back to back to back um in that 
in those years. So we won the premiership on under-13s as well. Uh, but the competitiveness between me and him, um, and then me and my cousin as well. Me and my cousin were only one year apart. Um, didn't play a lot of footy against each other, pretty much only in the backyard. But more the tennis side of things was really, really competitive. Literally anything that we did was competitive. However, playing tennis against each other, he would always beat me. He would always, always beat me until there was one game where I actually got on top and I won. And then from then on, I was generally pretty con- generally pretty convincingly would beat him. Um, I think it was that barrier of knowing that I could do it and having that self-belief and confidence because he'd beaten me for so long. Uh, I was I just didn't know how to do it, and he was one of those play, one of those players that would just get everything back, and he would just his fitness was great, um, would get to every tennis ball and just make you play that extra shot. If you know tennis, you understand what I'm talking about, and I personally would get quite frustrated um, because shots that I thought would win the game. Um, he would get back and he would make me play an extra shot and then I'd stuff it up and I'd get angrier at myself. So um, yeah, it was it was a real competitive edge against each other. And um, again, I think it just brought the best out of everyone. But the story from that is there's going to be, there's going to be fear of, again, what other people say about you, but the fear of losing, the fear of failure, you're going to come up against each other and you're going to lose. And I think that's the best part of sport is it teaches you how to lose. Because if you don't know how to lose when you're younger, when you get older in life and you're going for a job, a career, a business, and you lose and it fails, how you deal with that and how you respond from that is super, super important. And I think that's what I want this message to come through is how you lose and how you take action from that loss is going to determine your next result. All right, so don't let that fear of losing, fear of judgment, fear of failure hold you back from going after it because if you do go after it and you have that loss, you're going to learn so much more compared to if you go for it and you win. All right, I've had tennis matches, I've had football matches where I've won, but I haven't really won that well. Like it wasn't a good win, it wasn't a good feeling, and you would almost rather lose. So, excuse me. So then you can learn from that situation more. I think that is super, super valuable and it can translate to so many different things later on in life. So something to think about if you're young, you're coming through, you're 12, 13, 14, you're scared of not making the state football team, you're scared of not winning your best and fairest, you're scared of being second best. Don't let that hold you back because number one, I made the Adelaide Crows before James did. However, James spent longer on the list because he matured. I guess we could say we matured at different times. Um, I definitely still wasn't ready when I got drafted, but I spent 12 months there and got moved on. He spent an extra couple years at an SANFL club, then got drafted, spent two years there, played AFL games. Now he's been moved on, but I'm sure he's going to go out there and attack whatever opportunity comes next. But he didn't let the fear of not making it to the AFL hold him back and go, oh, no, I'll just call it quits. This is too hard. He went and gone, stuff this. I'm going to show you guys how good I actually am. And no matter what anyone says, I'm going to go for it. He did that. He's his own person. He had his own character out in the footy field. People loved it. He didn't care about the fear of judgment from other people. So that is one of the biggest lessons to take away is 
don't let it hold you back. Don't let it hold you back because your time will come. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone is on their own path and your time will come when it's ready for you. So stay fearless.